Let's finish up our daily Bible reading for this week as we are in now the third epistle, the third letter that the Apostle John uh, wrote to uh, this precious congregation that he's founded and that he's, um, that he's checking up on and just encouraging and, and validating their ministry and, and their work that's going on there. So I hope that what you're getting by all of this is, a, is a, another sense of just a diversity of language and a diversity of books that we have in the Bible. Um, we've got historical books in the Bible. We've got uh, books that uh, have poetry, we have books that are prophecy, we have books that are, that are you know, uh, kind of revelation kind of language, very apocalyptic and, and symbols and all of that. Um, but in the end, what's the most important thing, and always is at the heart of God, is individual Christians in churches. Uh, this is what it's really all about. Uh, where you and I are at in ministry uh, here at St. Paul, or whatever church you're a part of, is really at the heart of God. Uh, Jesus Christ came into the world for people, and it's about, it's about those individual churches is that each are trying to be the people of God in that area, uh, in, in that part of the world. Uh, our Missouri Center was really formed uh, for that purpose, so that, so that all those individual churches could be supported and encouraged and pool resources together in order to be able to uh, to do the work that call, God calls us to do. But the real ministry happens down here uh, in the church. And I'm not saying that just to toot my horn uh, for those in church in Missouri Center, but I love that structure. I think it's very biblical, and it certainly follows from what we're reading about here in first, second, and third John. And, and as you read about Paul, Paul writes these letters to these churches that he founds, and, and he's not so concerned with, with as much what's going on in the world or politically or something like that. But how are these individual Christians doing? And when he sees them straying off in the wrong direction, he's pulling them back in. When, when they're doing the right thing, he's encouraging them to stay in that. Um, and that's really where ministry happens. So here we've got this little book of 3 John. Um, in this book, four times, John refers to the Christians there as beloved. Now, when you hear that word, I went back and I searched on that word real quickly, and this is what God said about his son, Jesus. This is my beloved son with whom I am well loved, or with whom I am well pleased. Um, and, and that's that same word of love, you know, in, in 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient, kind, all those things. Same word, love for God so loved the world. It certainly ought to be characteristic of who we are. So, uh, John is John is writing here to the elder, or he or he is the elder. I'm sorry, he is the elder. He's the pastor. We talked about that before. How those uh, terms are oftentimes uh, synonymous: elder, pastor, uh, presbyter, um, overseer. Um, those kinds of words. Uh, pastor coming from uh, the idea of the under shepherd, like a shepherd. And he's writing to the beloved Gaius. So maybe Gaius is one of the leaders in this church that he's writing to. Um, and uh, he says, "Whom I love in truth." And here's that word, first time he uses the word beloved. He says, I'm praying for you. Um, and, and here's how uh, John knows about them, because he's had some brothers and sisters who have come at, and visited the congregation that's there, that Gaius is a leader in. And he's come back and said, hey, the congregation is doing well. This is what's happening there. And, and John is saying, a no greater joy do I have as a leader to see that the people that I'm leading are doing well. He refers to them again as beloved in verse 5, and um, he's encouraging them that as these, these um, people have come from John to visit and see how that congregation's doing, he encourages them and, and uh, commends them for sending them on their journey to go to the next church. So again, notice individual churches, small churches, small individual churches is really at the heart of ministry uh, for God and, and for uh uh, and, and for us to be a part of. And then he recognizes the fact, though, the fact that 
always in the church and in outside of the church we're going to meet opposition so there's this diatrephes who um, is just showing opposition he's not welcoming those people that are coming he doesn't want others to welcome them he's certainly thinking about himself putting himself first he says that self-centered kind of thinking uh, providing opposition but you know what no matter how much the people try to provide op opposition to the church, guess what? You're reading Third John right now. You're reading about it right here in Scripture. God caused this word that was written over 2,000 years ago to get down to you and me that we might be encouraged in the opposition that we feel every day as his church to stay faithful in the work that God calls us to do, to know that we're beloved of God, and to know that our work uh, is so important. So he says again in verse 11, Beloved, do not imitate evil, but imitate good. It's interesting that word in Greek for imitate is the work is the where we get the word to mimic and to mimic in a good way. What do they say? Um, uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery um, and we certainly ought to be about imitating what is good and not imitating what is, is evil. Mimicking what is good, not mimicking what is bad so that, so that we pretty much look the same in ministry. Uh, it's just different ways of showing that love and living out that love. And then he commends Demetrius who's received a good testimony from those who have come. So, so notice how personal John is in this church. It isn't some like, you know, I'm writing to St. Paul Lutheran Church to this, you know, nebulous organization. It's, it's what I always learned as a kid, you know, the church is not the building, the church is people. Is you and me and every one of us precious and known to God. Remember when we were reading some of the Old Testament books um, and I would list just name after name after name after name. I said, stay encouraged in that. You don't have to read every single name. You certainly don't have to memorize them all. But what they tell me and us is that every single person is important to God. He calls us by name, every single person. So here's this Demetrius who's received a good testimony from everyone. And isn't that amazing? Even in a time before television, before mail, before email, before internet and all that, they had ways of communicating and staying in touch with each other. You know why? Because they worked at it. They made it, they made it their important, it was so important for them to stay in touch with other, one another that they did that. So John ends up by saying, you know, I have much to write to you, but you know what I'd really rather do is to be with you face to face. There's something about that, isn't that We've learned that, especially through the pandemic, how important face-to-face -face is, and thank God that we got that and pray that we continue to foster that. And then he ends with a wonderful little benediction. Peace be to you. Nothing greater we can, we can offer people than to say, may God's peace be with you. The peace that surpasses all understanding keeps our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Greet him as friends. Um, and, and greet every single one of you. So very important. So tomorrow we get to come together and worship. God invites us to worship. He has his word. He wants to speak to us again. He's got the Lord's Supper. He's going to feed us again. We're going to be together with, with brothers and sisters in Christ, with friends, and encourage each other. I pray that you do that uh, in person. If not possible, I pray you find a place, whether it's St. Paul or wherever, where you can join us live stream. Thank God for that um, and that you stay connected in that way and be encouraged. The Lord say tomorrow we're going to take a Sabbath from our daily Bible reading because we'll be in the Word in another way. Then we pick it up again on, um, on Monday with Jude. God bless you.